We have clients come to us all the time puzzled about why their website traffic is stagnant or trending downward. Usually when we analyze the situation, they are just missing a task or two that they could really stack or add together to really increase their website traffic. So come join me as we explore four tactics that you can use to help increase your traffic greatly. Welcome to the e-commerce made easy podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Saunders. When we started this business, all I had was a couch, a laptop, and a nine-month-old. My main goal? To help others. Now with over 20 years in the e-commerce building industry and even more than that in web development, I have seen a lot. I love breaking down the hard tech into easily understandable bits to help others be successful in their online business. Whether you're a seasoned e-commerce veteran or just starting out, you've come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the world of e-commerce together. Today we'll be learning tactics for increasing your website traffic. I have four different methods we're going to talk about today that you can either stack or pick and choose the ones that fit for your business. So don't feel like you need to do them all, but several of them do work well together and can save you time and therefore save you money. First off, we're going to be talking about online communities. It is a great strategy in getting more traffic to your website. Now, it might be a strategy you've not heard, thought much about or heard much about, but it's one of the ways that we really took off our business. So back when we first started BCS Engineering in the early 2000s, there was a specific shopping cart that we were working with, and they had an online forum. I visited the forum frequently to ask questions and get answers, and what I found was the more familiar I got with the shopping cart software, the better I could help other people with their problems and their questions. So I kept going back to the forums, finding my answers, helping people with the ones that I knew the answer to. And it just really blew up and built our business from word of mouth right there. It is a great way that you can be present and help others. So some might message you directly whenever you're helping them and want more information. Some might look you up and might find your website that way and look at your bio. So if you're doing it out of your kindness or your heart and not doing it for a direct hard sell, you're going to find that this is going to increase your website traffic by probably tenfold. We found this ourselves and we really skyrocketed once we started helping other people with their website with a specific shopping cart. We just kept getting more and more requests and it just it it just took off from there. Now, I know that online forums aren't really a big thing anymore and you might find them some places, but not nearly as often. But where can we find current online communities? Well, we can actually find it in our social media places. For example, LinkedIn has groups and pages and Facebook also has groups and pages. So you can look at social media where you already are and find online communities there. And again, my best advice is that you go in with an open heart and you try to help people there and just generally help them and not really do a hard sell. They're going to find you if they like what they hear and how they resonate with you. All right. So next up is social media. Some of our most successful clients are doing regular updates and engagement on social media. So one way social media can bring more traffic to your website is when you post links back to your website. So this can be great for linking to new blog post content, new products, new services, etc. that you have. Generally, this is done in 
your own Facebook page or group or say your own LinkedIn page, your own Instagram page, etc. So this is a tactic that you would use not in those online communities that I was previously talking about, but something that is branded for you and your business. So, but a word of caution though, is most social media platforms prefer you to not be always linking back to your website. They don't want people going off their platform super often. Now they do understand that companies want to and will link back to their website, but it's something you don't want to make that be the majority of your posts. So you do want to mix up the types of posts that you have. So when you're creating social media posts, there are four focuses that you can do. Your focus could be engaging with your audience. So creating some engaging graphics. You might be asking them questions, getting their opinions. Um, You could also educate them and not always in your niche. Maybe it could be something related to what you sell or your services. But education is a great form of engagement on social media. And you can also entertain. You can be funny. You can do something fun. Or you can simply show behind the scenes of your business or your services. People get really interested in things like that. And you can also extend an invitation and a call to action. So what do you want them to do next? For example, you might want them to sign up for your newsletter. You might want them to go read a blog post. Again, these are things that might link them off the social media platform onto your website. So don't do them too often, mix them in. Um, But those are four different ways you can do content for social media. So mixing up your content like this not only helps you with social rankings, but it also helps your customers and they will enjoy the variety. No one wants to be sold to all the time. So if you're only posting links to your products or services, they're going to start falling on unlisting ears and people are just going to scroll right on by. So just think about why you get on social media. Most of the time it's likely to be entertained or to catch up with friends or other groups you're interested in. Um, and they might, you might be on there for current events and to learn new things. So a general rule on social media is the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time, you should be sharing content that's useful, entertaining, and engaging. About 20% of the time, you need to be posting content that is related to selling your product or services. So you really want to work on that balance and be more entertaining and engaging That's going to help consumers know, like, and trust you better. And then you can put in, when appropriate, those items that help promote or sell your products and services. But overall, on social media, do keep it simple. Be you or be your brand and really just have fun with it. So try not to too overthink social media. Think of the other person on the other side as your friend or your client or somebody close to you that you're comfortable with. And so and in our, also in our show notes, I will provide links to a few platforms, um, some services that I have used in various businesses that I own that I love to help me manage social media. And hopefully they will help you as well. And I'll, I'll post in the show notes as to why I like the specific products, because there are some that are better for certain types of social media posting. And I think find some better for other types. All right. So next up, I'm going to be talking about blog posts. So as I mentioned in a previous episode, new and engaging content is key for search engine optimization on your website and as well as consumer engagement. So without this new content, search engines will find your website stagnant and they will lower your rankings eventually. 
new blog posts that concentrate on specific keywords and keyword-related phrases will help your site rank higher for those keywords. The better you rank for keywords, obviously, the higher your site you will be in search engines. Now, we'll go deeper into search engine optimization and other later episodes on our blog posts, so be sure to subscribe to our blog post to hear those. But for now, know that new content, especially long-form content like blog posts, will help you with search engine ranking. Blog posts can also help establish authority in an area related to what you sell. When you help and teach others on content related to your business, you will help build that like, know, and trust factor that's so very important, especially nowadays, so you can stand out from the crowd. The great thing with blog posts is you can use these blog posts to post to social media and email marketing too, so you can repurpose blog posts. This is one of the ways you can stack some of these um, tactics on, and blog posts is a great starting point to stacking on. So like I said, you can stack it on social media posts. You can take excerpts out of your blog posts that might be more engaging or enticing or interesting. And you can post those on social with an interesting graphic to catch consumers' eyes and then link to your blog post if they want more information and to find out more details. And you might want to also ask questions or opinions or feedback to help really consumers engage with your content, especially when it's a blog post content, you want to get their opinions and see what they think as well. So I'll be posting your show notes linked to tools, like I said previously, that will help save you time and money, especially with blog posts. There's one in particular that I love for blog post content for social media. All right, so next up is email marketing. And some people think that email marketing is dead, but statistics show that it is absolutely not dead you get your most engagement and consumer like and trust via email marketing. It is our engaged audience that we have ownership of. For example, with social media, we're barring consumers on that platform. We post something there, a small set of people will see it from your whole huge list. And whenever the post is gone, it's gone. People most likely won't see it again. So it lives for maybe 30 minutes at most unless you just keep getting likes over time, which is a bit rare. And also, it's like we're renting space on that platform. If the platform goes down or if your social account gets shut down, you don't have those followers anymore. They're gone. So email marketing, you can control and you have the list of the emails, obviously with their permission, and you can email them at any time. If you provide value in your email, you will be building your relationship with your consumer even more. You can even be posting newsletters, updating products, sale items, or it can be similar to ours. A lot about how to work better with your website, how to increase search engine optimization, how to convert your website better, etc. So we try to service our community and give them free resources to help them out in ours newsletter. If you want to be even more efficient, you can take your blog posts and summarize them in your newsletter. But then you can also link to the full blog post for even more information. So you would be, again, repurposing your blog post for another way to reach out to your customers. You can also more easily communicate with and get feedback from your customers by having specific call to actions in your emails. With email marketing, you can use specific tools that can really help automate a lot of this for you. We'll go into even more detail on email marketing in a later episode, So be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you're notified. 
I will have in these show notes some email marketing platforms that we have tried and like and some pros and cons of them. I find that there are certain email marketing platforms that are better for certain groups of people and another one that's better for a different group of people. So I will try to explain that all in the show notes and in later podcast episodes. All right, so let's recap this week's episode. We talked about several ways to increase our website traffic, many of the areas you can stack on top of each other to be even more effective and efficient with your time. We started off by talking about something possibly not as often talked about or thought of, which is online communities and how it can benefit your business and help you grow. Next, we talked about social media marketing and how you can more effectively use it to bring in more consumers into your website. And then we talked about blog posts and how you can use those to not only increase your search engine optimization and consumer confidence, but you can also repurpose blog posts for social media marketing, as well as our final point, which was email marketing. So our last point, again, was email marketing and how it can really wrap up and tie all your other efforts into a nice bow and have a really great way to communicate with your audience. All right, so we want to hear from you. What is your favorite way to increase your website traffic and why? Or which one puzzles you the most and you want to hear more information on it? So be sure to go to our show notes website at www.ecommercemadeeasypodcast.com and drop us an email. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Ecommerce Made Easy. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening and we'll see you next week. This week's episode is sponsored by a search engine optimization mini course, our free online digital course that teaches e-commerce and website owners how to level up their search engine rankings with some simple, doable steps. Join us at www.ecommercemadeeasypodcast.com forward slash SEO mini course. Again, that is ecommercemadeeasypodcast.com forward slash SEO mini course. Now back to this week's episode.